Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Browns Overreaction Monday show. Yeah, stop blaming Kevin, man. Stop it. Just stop it. Welcome to the Fanatical Elves Network. I'm uh, John Suchan, and I'm. Uh, we're talking that great Monday. No, it's not a victory Monday. It's that overreaction Monday that Browns fans worldwide love to have because they love to put blame on someone. Now, many people who listen to this show or listen to me right now um, who know my history and what I've talked about is in terms of Kevin Stefanski. I've been a critic of Kevin uh, over the four years, but I'm getting a little frustrated as many Browns fans are listening to the overreaction of so many of you Browns fans out there who really are just going way overboard with this blaming Kevin Stefanski for the throwing the ball on third down and three with two minutes and four seconds to go in the game with the Browns clinging to a three point late lead, late lead in the game up in Seattle on Sunday. Just stop it. Like my colleague, Steve Gill, who does the Dog Pound South podcast shared earlier on his show. Just stop it. And the the most, well, it's just annoying. <laughs> there are so many of you fans out there. And even those, there are from writers and bloggers, Cleveland sports writers, people that I've listened to for years and read articles about who for some reason have decided that they want to blame good old Steady Eddie for one play 
in a game where there were countless, countless errors and mistakes and problems with the Browns. And that has a lot more to do than one damn play that did not have any bearing (laughs) on what happened after. You placed, what, 60 minutes, right? 15-minute quarters. And it's just absolutely crazy listening to the takes for the last 24 hours. Absolutely nuts. And there are what who I thought were decent writers in the Cleveland community who are, again, talking about Kevin run the damn ball. Now, I've been in that... I've been in that spot before, and I know some of you who have listened to my takes over the years have heard me say, run the damn ball, Kevin. But for God's sakes, man, stop it. What happened yesterday is just ridiculous uh, and how you're blaming the coach in this moment. There are far many more reasons to blame, yes, that great defense you guys all think is fantastic, they are stinking up the joint. Yeah, they really are. Are you shocked? Are you paying attention? Are you watching the games? In the last three games, the Browns defense has puttered and they have blown it. In the game against the 49ers two weeks ago, let's go back and review for a moment. The Browns get a field goal, take the lead late, very late. There's only, what, a minute to go in the game. What happens? Oh, San Francisco runs down the field, sets themselves up perfectly for a relatively short 41-yard field goal. Pretty reliable kicker who's at the mo- at that moment, he was a pretty reliable kicker. Well, guess what? He missed a field goal. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah. The Browns pull off the upset over then the undefeated San Francisco 49ers. It was a great moment for the Cleveland Browns, a great moment for the fans. But the Browns defense blew it. They blew it. They could if if there's that great and fantastic under the direction of Jim Schwartz, and I'm not blaming Jim Schwartz and all of this, but there is some blame that should be uh, countered to Jim Schwartz. Yeah, it might be the only guy who's saying this, Let's think about this. If you want to think for a minute, instead of just overreacting. Last week against the Indianapolis Colts, it was a track meet going back and forth. At the end of the game, the Browns took the lead 33 to 31. What happened next? Do you, do you forget? Oh, that's right. The Colts went on a two play drive no, no yardage on the first run to uh, Jonathan Taylor. Oh, but guess what happened on the next play? Yep, that's right. Garden Minshew hit one of their his uh, uh, wide receivers, caught the ball. Uh, our defensive uh, secondary blew it, missed tackles. The guy scampers Pittman for 75 yards and a go-ahead touchdown with about six minutes to go in the game. The Browns could have stopped him, had had. The Colts pinned down at the 25 with six minutes to go, but couldn't shut them down. And better yet, they did it in two plays, scored on them, which then required, that's right, that P.J. Walker that everyone is hating on right now, 
who was, let me remind you, 2-0 going into this game. And all he did in the Colts game was help put take the team down the field on an 80-yard drive. That Then Kareem Hunt punches it in on that fourth down play to win the game for the Browns last week. Now we get to this game. Let's start at the very beginning. The Col- uh, the Seattle Seahawks, what did they do? Oh, that's right. They took a 14-point lead over our Browns defense that's supposed to be so fantastic. No, they weren't fantastic. And they were getting close to getting blown out of the water in that game if it weren't for the offense to start producing and coming through with some great plays. And those plays, like my colleague Steve Gill pointed out, were drawn up by, oh, that's right, Coach Steady Eddie Kevin Stefanski who it was a really good, not, it was a good, Kevin Stefanski calls really good plays. But you know what you guys are all forgetting about when you you, you want to fire Kevin? Is that those plays have to be executed. And my colleagues that I used to write for with Dog Pound Daily, we would talk about this and, it, and, and they're talking about it today. It's the execution of those plays by the players. And the players of the Browns were executing those plays that Kevin Stefanski has been calling probably for his entire being in Cleveland. There were some caught passes yesterday that went uh, screen passes that went for big yards. You don't think Kevin Stefanski called those plays a time or two over these last three or four years? Come on, man. These plays are being balls are being dropped. Passes are being misthrown by whoever's the quarterback behind center for the Browns. In this game against Seattle, they benefited from the players catching the screen passes and the uh, the quarterback, P.J. Walker, doing what he needed to do and getting the ball to them. There were a couple really dicey screen passes in there. I think about you know the crowdedness where he was throwing those passes, but they were completed. And they worked their way back into that game, tied the game, were down um, 17-14 at, at the break, came back uh, and continued it and took the lead midway into the third quarter. Let's pause here for a break real quick. This is the Fanatical L's Network, and this is my, over, well, our overreaction Monday show. And yes, I'm telling you right now, you Browns fans, to stop blaming Kevin. It's not the coach's fault. Okay, we'll be right back. We're back. And yeah, I'm still going to continue. Stop blaming Kevin. Just stop it. So we're in this game. We have the lead. The Browns had the ball for, that's right, 37 minutes compared to Seattle's 23. If you thought the Browns were on the field a lot yesterday, they were. They had 150 yards running the ball. Fantastic. Okay, but all here you all go again. Oh, we were running the ball so damn well. What's Kevin doing? Why is he not running the ball on 33 with two minutes and four seconds and the Seattle Seahawks with two timeouts in their pockets? Well, we all know what happened next. Right? PJ goes back. Of course, we've all seen the the still figures of where there were two other, David Njoku and Jerome Ford, wide open 
and that PJ Walker was locked in and wanted to hit the slant to uh, apparently Amari Cooper. Why didn't he throw it there? Why didn't he throw it there? Again, it does come down to execution. And again, there are the, this is these are the things that happen with a, a, a player like PJ Walker. Yes, he's third string quarterback, but he's an NFL quarterback. I don't care if he's called second string, third string. The the guy has played in many NFL games. Did you know that he beat Tom Brady? Yeah, he did. As a Carolina Panther, he helped the Carolina Panthers beat, that's right, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The kid can win. The kid can play. And, oh, by the way, he was 2-0 coming into this game. So stop in, in putting down P.J. Walker and now talking about him. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. What the hell are you guys talking about? Honestly, God, if you guys are Browns fans and you want to fire the coach and you want to get P, get, get rid of P.J. Walker, stop being a Browns fan. You have no business, no business at all talking to Browns fans who are, I'm honestly, more loyal than you are about are the, the Browns. You have no business talking about getting rid of this guy and this guy and firing the coach. Do you want the Browns to be a successful franchise? Then you don't fire coaches every second that you think that he made the wrong play call. Or just the idea, hey, did you think about the fact that maybe the players didn't execute something right? So just stop being a Browns fan. We're tired of listening to you guys, you know, throw this stuff out. It's just, it. there's no sense to it. You just want to talk. Ugh. It's very frustrating to listen to. And if you're frustrated listening to this, then just stop listening to us. But if you're not, you can, you know, talk all you want about our Fanatical L's network. Tell them we got a few, uh, you know, overreactive uh, commentators on this network. If you want to, do, uh, you know, talk about all the things that you want to talk about. The, the play in question, you go third and three. Now, there's all these different scenarios there, right? You're saying, well, run the damn ball. Okay, if they run the damn ball, then everyone's saying, well, then if they don't get it, then they punt the ball and they, 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 they pin that Seattle team deep in their own territory. And, yes, Seattle hadn't been doing much on offense. That's a good job by the Browns' defense. But – We've seen the Browns' defense falter over the last couple of games. So even if the Seattle gets the ball pinned at the 25-yard line, let's say, let's say they didn't get it, they run the ball, they punt it. Now they have the full two minutes, they have the two-minute warning, or they just had the two-minute warning, they have the two timeouts. There's no reason why that, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Even if they got the first down on the run play, everyone's saying, well, give the ball to Kareem Hunt. By the way, Kareem Hunt is a crybaby. I love Kareem Hunt, but he 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 was, you know, pissed off. I get it. He wanted the ball. I I would have liked to see Kareem Hunt get 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 the ball as well. But he didn't. You know why? Because he had a player like Pierre Strong and even Jerome Ford who made some decent runs. They had 155 yards combined. Every, he's talking about, well, I didn't even get the ball. If you go back and watch each of those series and how the Browns were, were using their running backs, you know, maybe Cream gets in there later. But in that moment, he did not. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen him in there, but he wasn't. But then he starts throwing his coach and saying, well, you know, I just do what I'm supposed to do. 
And then today, Kevin Stefanski, yes, his head coach told him that Kevin Stefanski would talk to Kareem Hunt, but he also said he wants players that want to help the team win. Coach Kevin Stefanski is going to put going to put up with a player like Kareem Hunt. You know, you wonder why Kevin, like Kareem Hunt, wasn't welcomed back to the team and wasn't given an extension. I think you caught a little glimpse of why that was, because you have a player who's more. Uh, he wants to help his team win, but he's all he's also pointing out what he thinks are faults of, of the coaching staff. It's not a good mix. Not a good mix. And hopefully they can get it corrected. And hopefully Kareem Hunt can learn to be a team player and not throw his coach under the bus. So let's say the Browns get the first down. All you guys, oh, run the ball, give it to Kareem. Coach Defensky's an idiot. So they get the first down. So then let's say Seattle burns those two timeouts. Great. Then that has the Browns punting the ball, you know, giving Seattle the ball, maybe let's say inside the 10 yard line with a minute and minute to go, let's say based on the clock and how much time it would run off after they punt it. So let's say there's a minute, they pin them down to the 10. That's still a lot of time. Oh, and guess what? You remember how the Colts went 75 yards against them in uh you know, in, in two plays in, in the week before, all they needed was a field goal to tie the game and put it in the overtime. So all of you out there, and even these expert writers and, and bloggers that I have seen in the last 24 hours, you talking about run the damn ball, Kevin, you, and how this was a monumental mistake by Kevin. You guys just aren't paying attention, and you just want to find someone to blame, and it's really pathetic. I mean, I don't like every play call that Kevin Stefanski has ever created, but a lot of times when we are complaining about those play calls, I'm reminded, like I'm reminding you, that it's more about the execution. The NFL is a, is a, a group of guys who are experts at, at their profession, and if they, they screw up, players screw up. You know, they don't run the routes. They don't do what they're supposed to be doing. They don't tackle the right way. They don't defend the right way. And those are those are reasons why teams lose. This Browns team lost yesterday, not because of that, that decision by Kevin Stefanski to have P.J. Walker drop back and throw a slant pass. That's not on him. If you want to, uh, you know, it's, a, it's one of those things that just happens. I mean, how, how many times have you seen a, a football – bounce off of a guy's helmet and go 20 yards the other direction. It was a major, uh, you know, um, what do you want to call that? Like a flop or a, uh, a blooper, right? You'll, we'll see this for years after this. Just stop blaming Kevin. I'm so tired of it. So tired of it. You should be too. If you're a diehard Browns fan and you care about this team, because that was a heartbreaking way for that team to lose. And you don't need players uh, bickering about how, um, you know, they're upset about what happened and, you know, like, like Kareem Hunt. Anyway, there you go. That's, that's our Browns overreaction Monday show. Stop blaming Kevin. We'll have a lot more coming up this week. I'm sure anxious to hear our Joel K do the, what the elf show. We've got Elliot with his Browniac show. We've got, um, Oh, Sam down there in Dallas. He'll be talking about uh, the breaking down the show. I'm anxious to hear his take. Um, we all have different takes and some of them are going to blame Kevin, but on, on this one, I am not blaming Kevin at all. Browns lose a heartbreaker. They should have won the game, but that's not the coach's fault. 
guys, take care. Um, have a great evening. And thanks for tuning into the Fanatical Elves Network. Follow us on Apple, on Spotify, and all those platforms. We'll talk to you next time. Go Braves! <laughs>